So, if I had a temple, uh, a personal temple, it would probably be a reading room <clears throat> where I can store a lot of books and uh, read them from time to time, I guess. Uh, so, in other religious places, if they would keep a book open, it would probably be a Bhagavad Gita or a Bible or a Quran. But in my temple of reading, I think I have a winner. I know a book that will always be open no matter what. And that book is called The Almanac of Naval Ravikant. Today my recording is going to be very rough because I'm recording after a long time and I don't think I should be aiming for perfection. So I'm recording directly on the phone without scripting mainly. So the main reason I take a long time to record podcasts is because I write down everything, I script it and then, then I do it. So today I'm just going to go impromptu. Okay, so uh, I'm back to recording a podcast for one single reason. I owe it to someone. Okay, so when, when people show me their work, their designs, their, their singing, I end up getting too excited when it's good. But I usually try to be cool and uh, not, not put them on cloud nine and keep them grounded. So what I do is I point out their flaws first, which is actually a very stupid thing to do. But sometimes I just screwed up. So when, I, when, I'm, when someone showed me their work, I, I ended up criticizing it a bit too harshly. And in return, I asked, what can I do to make it up for them? And they said, make a podcast. How very nice. So yeah, I'm doing this for screwing up and making it up to someone. Okay, so we are talking about what is called or what was called as self-help books 10 or 15 years back. So uh, self-help books were something that was frowned upon when I was growing up. You know, when I was in, in my teenage, okay. So uh, I studied in Bangalore and uh, my 11th and 12th was in a slightly posh school. And uh, if I had to tell you, a posh school is rather an introduction of how society is. You will have to worry about what other people are saying. You have to worry about how cool something is. You have to uh, be constantly conscious if you're making a fool of yourself if you're impressing people, etc. So, the first time I heard about this category of books in particular was when I was in 11th and 12th. And someone said, why do you need self-help books? This is so uncool. And that's it. I never turned back. So yeah, self-help was considered uncool. But strangely enough, long before that, I had actually tried a book without knowing that it was a self-help book or uh, Let's say, today I'd like to call it a theoretical book on behavior or behavior theory based book. Uh, sounds better than self-help, I guess. So yeah, the first book that comes under this category that I read was called How to Win Friends and Influence People. So how to win friends, that part looks really good and nice. Influence people looked a little uh, cheesy. But then again, that's what people are doing in Instagram today, influencing a lot of people. So yeah, how to win friends and influence people. That was the first book I read. It was full of practical tips, even though it was from almost 50 years ago, from my age. And uh, yet, yeah, that was my first book. 
The second book was called Get a Grip. Okay. So if there's one thing that marketing can fool me and make me buy, at least today, is a book or the other one is an online course. This is something that I'll throw my money at any day. And so Get a Grip was a book. That was something of a marketing scheme and I was actually looking into uh, Google searches that led to anxiety related things. So I, I used to get really anxious and very, very overwhelmed at small things. And as I started uh, getting into the world of careers and uh, making your earning, it became more and more. So I was wondering how I could overcome this and then suddenly go into a rabbit hole of searches and you landed on a book called Get a Grip. So this book was basically nothing. It just told you to get up and uh, fold your clothes, get up and stop moping around, uh, get up and stop feeling sorry for yourself, things like that. I still have that book, but I don't think it was a great read. Now, getting back to the topic or the book at hand, the book that will always be open in my temple of reading, okay? So I follow this YouTuber called uh, Ali Abdal, obviously uh, he's the reason i started a podcast and uh, he keeps making book suggestions one of his main videos or main topic of videos or series of videos is about book suggestions and uh, besides many many books which he suggested that are really good i suddenly landed very recently on uh, the almanac of naval ravikant okay so uh, this book blew my mind I'll tell you why. And that is the reason it will probably always be open somewhere. Uh, I'm not kidding. I have a, a tab open in my phone which has the ebook open all the time. So I can go back to it any day, anytime and come up with it. So the book is actually divided into two parts. Uh, one is how to make money, something like that. No, one talks about money and the other talks about happiness. Or actually wealth and happiness, yeah. So... Let's go further. So one fine day, I was taking a bus to a wedding shoot. Okay. And that's after a really long time boarding a bus. And uh, what I do on a bus is I can't listen to people sitting and talking around crap. So I always make sure my earphones are on and I'm listening to something. So that day, I decided to listen to this book called uh, The Almanac of Naval Ravikant. I'm just going to call it Almanac from here on to make it easy. Okay, so the first thing is this book is free. Okay, the audio book is free. The book in itself is free. You, I mean, an e-book is free. If you have to buy it, it's going to cost a little bit. But yeah, so I was on a bus ride to Devakote uh, really early, I think hot day and uh, I was listening to this book two things happened that day okay two things that I will never forget in my life I realized I have a very very uh, uh, distracted mind I lose focus very quickly because there's always something to make me throw I mean throw me back into imagination and uh, that makes it difficult when you're reading books or listening to audiobooks so I couldn't get get back to the the habit of reading a book continuously or listening to an audiobook because I used to obviously lose focus. But that day, I I tried something by accident. 
so i had the audiobook on in my ears and i was going through the text in my phone so it's like someone was reading the book to me and i was following which made it very very easy so i'm going to give you this tip freely if you want to read books very quickly like you want to read a book a day simple find the audiobook find the book switch the audiobook on and read the book that's it you will be done with a book in 3 to 4 hours at the max so that's that's really cool so that's one thing i'll never forget and that's something i really wish i get to do it more regularly you know read books on a daily basis the other thing is the book itself okay what i what i read what i heard in the book the ideas that were were very simply put across is something that i can never forget okay before i continue to hype the book any further let me give you a small introduction okay so uh, i thought the almanac of naval ravikant was actually naval ravikant for some reason i thought he was a naval officer and i google and i find out that he has nothing to do with any army institution in india his name is naval ravikant okay he's he's an investor uh, a, a founder of many startups he invests in startups he's invested in uber twitter when it was just starting up so yeah he's really cool that way uh, it's not possible for many people to know him but once this book came out he i, I think more people got to know about him but i the most uh, important thing that made him famous was his tweets on twitter okay so what this book is actually is not written by naval ravikant it is actually a compilation of his tweets and his interviews can you believe it he didn't even write the book someone approached him told him that this is really cool whatever you have to share i think we should compile it and he says okay you can do it but it has to be free you can't gain any money out of it so yeah that's how this book came easily to me it was free it was available everywhere and so i downloaded it and i started listening to it okay so uh, why did it blow my mind what do you think was there in it to to make you stop and suddenly realize that this is one of the most important things you're going to probably learn or listen to in life okay as i said two things i think people usually look for two things one is happiness or content content contentment in whatever you do the other thing is wealth i guess so this book talks about wealth and happiness cleverly enough i haven't touched the happiness part because at the as this phase in my life i don't care about happiness which is really dumb which is something i'll realize very soon that is really really dumb but yeah this i'm i i've just put it put it away or uh, uh, post on reading about happiness because i know now this book has happiness so i'll be able to read it whenever i want so the first thing which i really really crave is wealth because that's the phase i'm in life so yeah let's go a little further and i'll tell you few very few things which were really cool which i never thought i would be able to understand if anyone else told me okay so let's look at that so i will be talking about just a few key points because i don't want to spoil the book for you uh there are some 
three or four concepts that he explained that are very simple that I've heard of them before, but suddenly it it gave me a new meaning. Okay, so one of them reads like this. Okay, as I said, he he tweeted a lot. Okay, his tweets were called a tweet storm or something like that, and that's how it started. In that now it's finally turned into a book. Okay, so one of his tweets read like this. If you don't own a piece of a business, you don't have a path towards financial freedom. There, on your face. So all his tweets are like this. Okay, they're on your face. They're simple. They're crystal clear. Okay. So here we are. Most of us are running behind money or wealth, or consider it an important part of life. Okay. Uh, and here it is. He says it clearly. If you don't own a piece of a business, you don't have a path towards financial freedom. So yeah, do you own a piece of a business? Maybe, maybe not. But I at least want you to know that this is really, really mind-blowing, right? Because this is what we're all trying to do: financial freedom. Even if it's not just money or wealth, we want financial freedom. And here it is: if you don't own a piece of a business, you don't have a path. Simple, okay? So this is one key concept which which just hit me right on the face, okay? The other thing is, uh, there are obviously so many such tweets and uh, his his interviews on the book. But as I said, I'll be pointing out one or two of these things. Uh, the next thing that I would really like to point out is the way he talks about status. Okay, so let's let's take my own example. Uh, it's a little vain, but I, I'm going to try to be honest at your cost uh, and be an example at your cost rather. So here it is. I I obviously want to have a really nice luxury car. Do I need one? No. But if I feel that I I really think that I need a luxury car like a Benz or a BMW, it's because that is a direct implication of what I think about a status. I think it's really cool or uh, something that will get me respect or be taken seriously if I had a BMW, okay? You can't say no. If I had a BMW, I'd be turning a lot of heads right now, uh, for good reasons, of course. But yeah, so he talks about status like that. Do you need it? If you don't, you're playing a status game. Simple. Okay. So that's one thing. The next thing that that is really really interesting, which is something that I've heard of in bits and pieces here and there, but I I got to know about it very clearly from his. his book okay this this chapter is called find a position of leverage okay so uh, what is a leverage leverage is an upper hand or having an advantage and uh, here he talks about three kinds of leverage so if you want to get something done be successful at it be really uh, uh, famous or wealthy about it there are three things that he requests you to consider okay three types of leverage to be precise okay the first leverage is money or capital leverage let's say you want to do something you have a lot of money you put in a lot of money and you get back money okay so that's one form of leverage it's called capital leverage the second form of leverage is labor leverage this is where you have an idea you know a lot of people you're paying a lot of people uh, you have the advantage of labor where you can get a lot of people to do work for you for a reasonable cost and this becomes a leverage for you to make your business or what you're trying to do successful 
Now the third form of leverage is very interesting is what I keep reading in so many places okay this leverage he calls it as permissionless leverage you don't need to depend on anything or wait for someone to create it okay so this this form of leverage he says is brand new and I'm sure it'll resonate with you when you think about it it's the most democratic form it is products with no marginal cost of replication okay this is the third type of leverage examples of this which will make you understand better is books media code you know software code things that require you to do them once and that's it they keep running on their own so that's how wealth is made you create something and you start running it and it runs on its own so in other words even if you're sleeping it's making money for you it's earning for you so books come under that software code comes under that what else comes under that youtube videos uh, instagram posts reels blogs uh, vlogs so many things uh, online courses anything that you put your effort to to create once so let's say i'm creating an online course or let's say i'm writing a book i'll obviously spend a lot of time on it but i'll just do it once and then i'll let it in you know let it out and that will do its work obviously if it's good it's if it's good content it's going to do its work so this is called permissionless leverage if you think about it what we are doing doesn't come under that if you're working a 9 to 5 if you're trying to trade your money i mean trade your time for money uh it's going to be a really long path this is what i keep reading in many books okay you want to do something do something that will run on its own that once that that takes you some time to create once and then that's it okay so this is called permissionless leverage these three things or let's say just permissionless leverage blew my mind i mean we all want to get financial freedom but are we doing anything even remotely related to this or at least have a few things that that look like we're doing about permissionless leverage it's something to think about so these are the first two things that blew my mind and i have uh, maybe one or two other things to share but i'm going to leave the part of the book that is called happiness out in the open i'm not going to tell you anything about it because happiness is really important i don't think we care about happiness as much as we should but i'm going to leave it open so that you will find the curiosity or when you realize some day that happiness is important you'll go and find this book and read it so i'm going to talk about uh, two more such concepts in his book simple because i want the more complicated things to be read by yourself and face it most of it is on the face it like hit you on the face okay so uh, as i said i'm going to talk about two one of them is as he says finding and building specific knowledge okay so all our life we're doing stuff over and over again which are very general we study mathematics in general we are an architect in general i'm a photographer in general i'm not really narrowing it down or making it specific i guess so that's what he's talking about if you want to move forward or gain financial freedom or make it or feel really successful find and build specific knowledge that's what he says and he says specific once you really uh, become good with specific knowledge he talks about how 
it can only be learnt through apprenticeships or being being a student under a particular uh, teacher and not in schools can you believe that he just said schools are a waste of time when he wanted you know gain specific knowledge about something so yeah that that was really cool the next thing that i uh, want to talk about which he says which is simple is find work that feels like play so most of the work that i do is supposed to be really good and enjoyable but somehow i get overwhelmed and anxious and i forget that in order for me to do it regularly it must feel like play okay if i were to go play tennis or badminton today i'd do it so happily and i guess having your work a career being the same way makes for a great change from what we do on a day to day basis really uh so yeah i'm going to read another tweet from him whether in commerce science or politics history remembers the artists can you believe that so he's not saying artists are the people who are going to be remembered in commerce in science or in politics people who treat their career or their work as art or play end up being remembered so compare that to what i do with things on a regular basis i keep doing work on and on again it becomes mundane even really creative works becomes really boring so we have to make sure that our work is more or less like play that we jump and go at it like we really really love it okay so as much as it is exciting for me to read and explain what it meant to me i think reading out his uh, tweet storm is actually going to be really interesting and uh, i think i'll do that okay this tweet storm or a series of tweets is called how to get rich without getting lucky seek wealth not money or status wealth is having assets that earn while you sleep money is how we transfer time and wealth status is your place in the social hierarchy next tweet understand ethical wealth creation is possible if you secretly despise wealth it will elude you ignore people playing status games they gain status by attacking people playing wealth creation games you're not going to get rich renting out your time you must own equity a piece of business to gain your financial freedom you will get rich by giving society what it wants but does not yet know how to get it pick an industry where you can play long term games with long term people the internet has massively broadened the possible space of careers most people haven't figured this out yet play iterated games all the returns in life whether in wealth relationships or knowledge come from compound interest pick business partners with high intelligence energy and above all integrity don't partner with cynics and pessimists their beliefs are self fulfilling learn to sell learn to build if you can do both you will be unstoppable arm yourself with specific knowledge accountability and leverage specific knowledge is knowledge you cannot be trained for if society can train you it can train someone else and replace you when specific knowledge is taught it's through apprenticeships and not schools specific knowledge is highly technical or creative it cannot be outsourced or automated 
Okay, so I'd read out one more tweet from his section of happiness part where, it, where he tells you how to find happiness. And if this doesn't intrigue you, I don't know what will. Okay, this is just one in so many things that he has to say. Okay, I'm going to read it out. An emotion is our evolved biology predicting the future impact of a current event. Okay, I'll read that again. An emotion is our evolved biology predicting the future impact of a current event. In modern settings, it's usually exaggerated or wrong. That should hit you in the face, okay? Our emotion is our evolved biology predicting the future impact of a current event. And yet, in these modern settings, he says, it's usually exaggerated or wrong. Okay, so with that, I'll stop. And someday, if you find this book, or if you find it immediately, uh, you don't have to thank me. Just read the book. I'll be more than happy.